0: This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Mike Sedita. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode number 139 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Sedita. Today, I am joined by Safra Carrera. She is the owner of Beauty Journey. She lives here in the Wesley Chapel, Pasco County area and works there. And um, we're, we're happy to have you on. How are you doing, Safra?
1: I'm good. I'm good, Mike. How are you?
0: I'm doing really great. We're starting to get some nicer weather. The rain has stopped for a couple days, so it's starting yes. to feel a little bit more like spring is actually coming around here, which is very, very nice.
1: I know it was freezing. Oh my gosh, I wasn't used to that weather.
0: Yeah, no, it's too cold. I, I, I my blood is thinned out. I can't, I can't deal with anything below fifty. It's just, oh, I just can't do it. It's mm-hmm. a catastrophe. I am not sure how familiar you are with the Good Neighbor Podcast, but just in case you're not. The Good Neighbor podcast was started in 2020 as a way for businesses to get what they're doing out to the community while still being socially distant. And obviously, times have changed over the last four years. We can actually get within six feet of each other. And the Good Neighbor podcast has grown to a national brand. We have podcasts in Denver, Virginia, Atlanta. I'm the person here in Tampa that gets to talk to business owners and entrepreneurs like you. So with that being said, tell us a little bit about Beauty Journey.
1: Okay, so I am a local estheticianist in the surrounding area, Wesley Chapel, Setford Hills, and Tampa. I recently have partnered up with, um, I believe uh, they're called the, oh my goodness, I'm going to blank, Wesley Chapel um, Physical Therapy. And I've also partnered up recently with a nonprofit organization called Journey for Two. And um, like I said, I'm a local estheticianist, so I basically, you know, focus on being able to educate my clients on skincare and the importance of getting facials, and um, you know, we do advanced treatments like chemical peels and micro um, micro needling and micro channeling and nano infusion and things like that.
0: Okay, so let me ask you: you mentioned a couple of partnerships what are you doing with Wesley Chapel physical therapy
1: with Wesley Chapel physical therapy I they are trying to expand in the aesthetic world um, they have an amazing product called in um inbita and it this machine does amazing things they're used out in uh, Spain Barcelona and I mean, it's so amazing. Like the technology of the device is amazing. It, c- it can treat a lot of um, chronic diseases here in the States, but obviously because we're in the States, we can't really, you know, I can't really sit here and tell you what exactly, right. but um they're trying to bring it into the aesthetic world. So basically we're able to treat anti-aging procedures like wrinkles, skin tightening from the sagging skin um, for people that've caught that um, done weight loss, you know, also right, body right. contouring or post treatment as far as like surgery and things like that.
0: You're partnering with them kind of uh, you have a client comes in and you're helping them with their facial type stuff. And they have these, these peripheral, um, features that they can offer and you guys kind of share clientele basically. Yes. Okay, and then um you, you said one other one other charity uh, or one other group that you're working with. What was that?
1: Um it's called Journey, Journey for Two.
0: Yeah, Journey for Two. What is Journey for Two?
1: <clears throat> Journey for Two is an organization from that is founded by Alicia Harris. She was, and I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if you're familiar, but uh, she's been on TV. Her story is basically she found love during COVID and she got married and they got pregnant. And within the four months of finding out her pregnancy, she was diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm. So she came out with this nonprofit organization where she is now helping other women that are in the same situation that she was in. Lucky for her, she was able to have her baby and she was able to, you know, beat the cancer. Get the treatment, but it's right? A, yeah. But it's unfortunate that sometimes other women can't. So I was very, um, she invited me to do an event with her. And I, ve- and I felt very compelled to really um, be able to be a part of something really big. And that's really what Beauty Journey is about. It's not just so skincare, it's just being able to really plant those solid seats to where i can really do more for my community
0: so the, the whole premise of like your if you your mission statement if you will isn't just the aesthetic side of it it's the aesthetic side through gaining confidence and growth as a woman as a person as a human being yes. to, to be a better part of society that's kind of the mm-hmm. mission statement and the goal right yeah so let me ask you a question then Regarding you, I mean, are, when you were a little girl, did you have dolls and you were like peeling their skin off and putting stuff on? Like, were you always the person that wanted to do the makeup and all that? Or did you want to be a lawyer and a doctor and said, well, wow, this just is much easier and nicer and I could bring joy to people's lives instead of suing them? Was there like a change or were you always this way?
1: Yes, there was. OK, so I definitely did not grow up with dolls or anything like that. But um, my mom was a single mom. She had me at seventeen, and I also became a single mom at seventeen. Um, I actually wanted to be a cop. I was. I'm from Jersey, from New York, New Jersey. So oh God, okay. <laughs> so I wanted to be a cop, but I've always wanted to be in. You L- wanted to be a cop
0: in Newark, New Jersey. What's wrong yes, with you?
1: I know it's crazy. I wouldn't do that now.
0: Yeah, but... I know you wouldn't do it now. No <laughs> one would do it. No one wants to do it now. Okay, go, go ahead. So you, you came to your senses.
1: Yeah, I came to my senses when I was in my mid-20s. Um, I was going through a really dark place in my life. I believe I was going through postpartum depression during my pregnancy. And um, I had my sister-in-law that came and visited me. And she did the whole contouring thing, you know, the whole makeup thing. And I was like, oh, my God, I look so different. And I felt just in love with the feeling that I felt about myself. Because I, I, I obviously did not feel confident within myself. I, it was just a mess. I Honestly, I was, it was such a dark place for me in my life that I didn't see the light in, at the end of the tunnel. And- well, I mean, the,
0: the nice thing about that is you had this experience that got you to make you feel better. Mm-hmm. And you took it and instead of selfishly just saying, hey, this makes me feel better, I want to just keep doing this for me you uh, turned it around to make it the thing that helps you to to bring that same feeling to other people, which is amazing. Yeah. It's paying it forward. It's, it's bringing that good feeling and that being the best version of yourself to help other people be the best version of themselves. Yeah, totally. So <clears throat> tell me a little bit about when someone comes in to see you, okay, I'll give you like one of my misconceptions, especially with stuff like body contouring and some of those machines, you see the commercials and you think you're just going to go like through like a Star Trek, like, beaming and all of a sudden you're just going to be like perfect dimensions and all this other stuff that's got to be a misconception but what do you see as some of the myths or misconceptions that people come to see you like that you can't just make pimples vanish or can you, I don't know. What's the, what's the thing you have to educate people on?
1: Yeah, I have to agree with you on that too, because I feel like sometimes clients just come and they, they think we're ma- magical workers. You know, we can just make things disappear make you guys <laughs> look like Barbies, but no, it takes two. So I, uh, the rule of thumb is 80% is, the cut, you know, is the client doing the work, and twenty percent is the esthetician. So I'm going to give you the aftercare procedures. I'm going to give you, right. you know, the the information you need as far as what skincare products to purchase and how to use them. But if you can't go ahead and commit to doing that for yourself, then when you come to my table, I can't. You know, we're going to have to be starting from the beginning.
0: Right. <clears throat> Yeah. So, so I guess the biggest misconception is you can't just walk into a sea and esthetician. She's going to turn you into Farrah Fawcett. I'm old. I'm very old. So Farrah Fawcett is my point of reference. Can't turn you into, um, I don't know, uh, Taylor Swift overnight and then you leave and it just stays. You have to actually put in some work on your own, which is probably the biggest, the biggest thing in society today. Everybody wants instant gratification, doesn't want to put any of the work in. So you see that every day, every month when people come back, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, same thing with the gym, you know, I mean, like going to the gym, people join in January with their New Year's resolution, the mm-hmm. statistics show they're done by the first week of February, um, as someone who's gone to the gym for decades, we call it like, you know, hurricane season in the gym, it's it's from January one until February fifteenth, And then everybody, you know, is kind of disappears again. So you got to deal with the, you know, the, the resolution or season. So, yeah. um, so you kind of get that people don't want to put in the work. So let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. That's got to be frustrating sometimes when someone comes in. Maybe they're beautiful, but they just kind of let themselves go or whatever that is. When you're not in the in the salon and doing what you do, what do you do for fun? Do you go to the beach? Do you go skydiving? Are you a mountain climber? Or do you just like tr- drive around North New Jersey looking to <laughs> like uh, dodge bullets?
1: No. So I'm a mom of six kids and um I'm married. So I try to spend a lot of time with my, my husband and my kids as you know as well. It's a busy household here.
0: Um, no, six kids? How busy could it possibly be?
1: <laughs> so what are the age ranges? Oh my god, I have uh one that just turned 18. So an eighteen, a sixteen, soon to be another I have a fifteen, soon to be sixteen. Um, and then I have my small group, which is eight or yeah, eight, uh, seven and five.
0: Wow. So when you guys play, like if they play sports in the house, we have to divide up an older kid with a young, like from group A and group B just to balance yeah. out the group. Is that how we do it?
1: Yeah, that's how we do it.
0: <laughs> Man. And, uh, boys, girls, what are the, what, so what are we?
1: Looking- four girls and two boys.
0: Those poor boys and your poor husband. Oh, my gosh. So that is a full house. You have a lot going on. Are they all in different stuff? Or are they all in, um, you know, sports or gymnastics or karate? I mean, does everybody have a different thing or they all kind of do some of the same stuff?
1: No, they're all in different things. Well,
0: at yeah. least that makes it easy. At least you don't have to have a car that has unlimited miles on it and drives on, uh, drives on vegetable oil. That would be great if you had that. You wouldn't have to worry about driving yeah. kids all over. That is absolutely insane. So Take the kids out of it. What do you and your husband like to do for fun? Just sit in silence? Is that kind no, of No, the...
1: we like to go out. Uh, we do a lot of date nights. Um, so you'll see us over there at Crust and Noble catching dinners. We like to go out for margaritas. Right. We just like to have fun, you know?
0: All right. So Noble Crust for some pasta, Azteca de Oro for a couple margaritas. You're over in Wiregrass Mall. That's, when, that's mm-hmm. my stomping ground. So let me ask you this then. What would be... I mean, you kind of touched on it already. So, I mean, like usually I like to ask people, especially entrepreneurs, what's a hardship in their life that they've overcome? Mm -hmm. But you kind of touched on it already. You know, you had that postpartum when you were young. You weren't sure what you were going to do and you were able to turn around. Is there something else that happened during the course of your career that you've been doing this where you're like, man, uh, maybe it was COVID when you couldn't get in front of people? I don't know. Was there another time where you're like, man, I got to give this up and do something else?
1: Yeah, no, I think for me has really been the growing pains of being an entrepreneur. Um, I feel like I, you know, I, for me, I just kind of jumped in and um, I'm like, oh, I can do this. I can I can do this. I can definitely do this. And I I'm still learning. And I think that was um for me, there was nights where I would, you know, for men it's different, but for women, I was in, I was like crying. I would pray to God. How do you know order. what
0: men do? We could sit and cry. You don't know if we're sitting and crying over taxes this time of year or, or hiring. True, true. Everybody everybody deals with things in their own way. Don't, don't go judging on whether or not somebody cries or not. But <laughs> What is one of the things – and you touch on a very good thing. Does your husband have, like, a corporate job? Does he have, like, a, a steady, like, a work for a company type of job? Or does he work for um, himself he, also?
1: So he did. He's a, um, he's a retired veteran from the Marine Corps. Awesome. So um, he did have one, and then he, now he's unemployed. So it's all based on me. Um, you know, he does, a of course, have benefits. There. But honestly, you know, it, it's tough. So I think just being able to kind of navigate the personal finances with the business finances and just be able to find that peace, which I, I was able to once I surrendered everything, you know, to Jesus. So, so let me
0: ask you this question. For a side note, you know, personal stuff. I mean, is your husband looking to get back into a job or is he retired? Like, what does he like to do? What does he do?
1: So my husband is a... Um, Oh, my God. His title. I always forgot. But like he does like all the aircraft. And uh, when it comes to like uh, planes and the Marines. Yeah. Not maintenance, but the analytical part. So all the analytical part. um, He that's what he does. I.T. um, I can't like
0: he's so he's when you say when I think planes and analytical, I'm thinking the guy who makes them actually take off and land. Is he doing like computer systems inside planes or inside like airports? No.
1: So, okay. When I, well, that's, so when I think about it, he used to work for HMX, the, with the president. So he was in charge of making sure that all their planes were run nice and function. So he was a part of that admin. He didn't actually do the work, but he was reliable to make sure that everything was in order.
0: So like project management type work
1: yes like project project management and that type of work well, but um the reason i ask
0: is cuz you know this podcast thousands of business owners listen to this podcast we have an ex marine who served this country if you're listening to this podcast or watching this podcast and you have somebody that does logistics and programming uh you know pro- product um uh, project management type stuff we have a guy here who you know, might be might be your man let's let's find we'll make this into an employment show we'll get it. we'll find him yes. a job so yes. there is a lot of stress though that comes with that when you're the person that's kind of carrying the weight and and relationships are like that you know I was married to my ex-wife there were times I made a lot more money there were times she made a lot more money and you just kind of mm-hmm. you you know get that ebb and that flow as a business owner though you touched on it like you're kind of doing this and you don't you know the ins and outs there's like something new comes at you so has there been something recently you know that you've been doing this a while that you're like man I, I didn't see that coming like whether it was I don't know, payroll tax or, uh, or, uh, I don't know, so, something that well, you were like surprised the way it, when it yeah. came out.
1: I think for me is really just being, uh, I, and I don't know if you could feel this way, but like for me it was more relationships. So I felt like I, there's times where I would feel like I would make a genuine connection, but it really wasn't. Like you always see the, side, the you know, the ugliness. of. Side. Well, you're
0: from New Jersey, so it's part of our DNA. And listen, I'm not saying this as a joke. This is uh-huh. legitimately a part of what people in the South, and I've lived in the South a good chunk of my adult life. Growing up in New Jersey, especially northern New Jersey, there is mm-hmm. uh, a certain edge or a certain chip that comes on your shoulder because... Everybody's always got an angle in New Jersey. I mean I, that, that's the way I always so you when you come out and you're like uh, I'll tell you a funny story. So my mom grew up in West New York, okay? Mm-hmm. And I lived in Atlanta when I was in my 20s. She came to visit me. Now she, at this point she's in her mid 60s, kind of close to retirement. She comes out of the airport and she's shaking her head and I'm like, "Now my mom lived in Bergen County most of her life, but she was originally from West New York." She comes out of the airport shaking her head. I'm like, "Hey mom, good to see you. Give her a kiss." how's it going? She's like, Oh, these people. And I'm like, what? Like, like what, what happened? Like you were just in the air. What could have possibly happened? She was the woman at the service counter was like so nosy. And I'm like, wait, back up. Tell me what happened. She goes, I got to the counter. I asked her for my information, whatever she was doing. She's like, how are you? Uh, What are you in town for? Like, I go, mom, I know you're not used to this because you're from New Jersey, but that's called being friendly everywhere else in the country. Mm -hmm. That's called being friendly. So,
1: Yeah, exactly what
0: you're saying. You think you're making a genuine, genuine connection to somebody and building a relationship. And for through our lens, at least through my lens and maybe yours, you're always wondering when the shoe's going to drop. If this person is really making that connection or if they're just kind of in it for whatever it is, free, free something or whatever the angle is. There's always an angle in New Jersey. We grew up. There was always somebody had an angle. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that's
0: hard. I mean that that plays on you. That's got to play. I mean, it does to me too. You know, it plays on you a little bit. Now I'm not saying I cry over it. I'm not getting that deep into it. But it, it you know, you you don't know who your allies are a lot of times. You got to always mm-hmm. keep your friends. You know, your, your your circle small.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's what I've learned um, as far as like the whole entrepreneurship. You know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's a tough one. So let me ask you this. If there's listeners out there listening to this, where, do you, you work out of a
1: salon? I actually own three, so I have I have my own in home studio okay. treatment room, and then I have uh, the Tampa location, and I also have the Wesley Chapel location.
0: And is it in like a salon lofts, or is it in like an actual like a space where you have other people doing your stuff too?
1: No, so the one in Tampa. There's other offices, but I'm actually partnered. Like there's there are offices with attorneys and things like that. It's just okay. me and a, a massage therapist. Oh,
0: good. And then whereabouts in Tampa?
1: Um, it's like Carrollwood area.
0: Okay, and uh, and up here in Wesley Chapel, where whereabouts are you located up in this area?
1: Right across the um, the Wesley Chapel um, Hospital, the area. Admin-
0: uh, right behind the seven, ele- uh, the, yes. the seven, uh, right in that spot. Yeah. yeah, I can't think of the name of that, but there's I do have a bunch of uh, people I do some work with. Uh, a friend of mine owns Edge Law, which is right there. All Smiles Dental is right there. Oh, State Farm yes. is right there. I'm this,
1: right, right next to place. them. Yeah,
0: excellent. So, so if there's one thing people listening to this need to know, like, listen, there's a bunch of estheticians. There is, it's a tough competitive mm-hmm. market. Why should we come to you? What's different about your business?
1: Well, I do believe that I'm I'm a lot different than a lot of my other, you know, esthet- estheticians colleagues. I take a more of a holistic approach. I've really tried to emphasize into what their needs is and really kind of focus on a treatment that really will be suitable for them. You know, a lot of, um, sometimes a lot of clients feel overwhelmed. They feel like they have to do 20 steps of skincare when technically you don't, you can do three. If you want, um, but i kind of, I look at them more as being able to help them in their skincare journey than, you know, looking at them as a, as a wallet.
0: As a number. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. not, over, not overselling somebody product they don't need just because they probably can afford it. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I went to an esthetician and I said, listen, I need you to make my face beautiful. And she just handed me a paper bag and I didn't know what to do. It was much cheaper than anything else. She just handed it to me and I walked out. I was very, very, I was very, very confused by the whole process. But what is the, the best way? Whether people want to, I don't know if you have two separate numbers, if you have one number and you <clears throat> kind of guide them to multiple locations. How do people get a hold of you?
1: Um, I do have one number and that's 813-825-7713. You guys can text me, call me. Um, I'm available. from Awesome.
0: So, folks, if you're out there listening to this, you know, you listen to this podcast. The host is from New Jersey. Safra is from New Jersey. Don't hold that against her. We're actually good people from New Jersey. We just needed to get away from the cold and the snow and the shooting bullets in the North metropolitan area. Um, She has uh, created a great holistic uh, service, which is uh, Beauty Journey, kind of helping you to be able to Bring out the inner beauty with the outer beauty. You can reach her at 813-825-7713. She's not going to oversell your product. She's going to give you what you need. She's going to give you the personal touch. Safra, thank you for being a good neighbor. Thank you for being on the Good Neighbor Podcast with us today.
1: Thank you. Thank you for inviting me.
0: Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Passcode. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to com. That's gnp pasco.com or call 813-922-3610